Welcome to the Primo House Podcast, a podcast intended to teach, reach, and preach the genre. We are house music. I'm Kevin Garcia, and we have the Primo House DJs, Anthony Garcia. What up, what up? Trey Garcia. Hola. We're recording from noisy central west side San Antonio with our rambunctious dog, Dottie Longbody. She's running around. This neighborhood is loud. There's a lot of noise. It's Be fiesta aware. time. It's fiesta time. Oh my God, we saw, we've, we've been seeing floats pass by our window, so you might see one. I saw a giant cat in the hat today. It was so nice. cool. Oh my it was God. super cool. <laughs> I would have thoroughly enjoyed watching that. I, I was screaming across the house. I was like, cat in the hat. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, our guest today, you already heard him speak a little bit, is Dan... Mm. Completely out of line, by the way, he spoke. Yeah, out of line. <laughs> My bad. Out of pocket. What's his, did we forget his name? Oh, I, well, was? I was good. We call you Dano, and I was like, wait a second. Oh. So it's Daniel Enriquez. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we call him Dano, so we're going to be referring to him as Dano. He's the one of the... Big new wave of DJs we brought in. <laughs> Huge wave. The Wu-Tang of Primo. Yeah. The Wu-Tang of house music. Um, today we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a, a bunch of random things. I think we're going to do a little fiesta. Or I think we're going to talk about parenting and DJing. And then we're going to talk about the St. Mary's Strip as well. Um, but ultimately, we're all talking about disco house today i'm so excited i love this is my favorite one i'm so excited about this episode i know i know you djs are all like deep house is life but disco house is life for me I, this is like where That's my fair. favorite one well, I'm <laughs> um just happy to have Dano here Aww. thank you trey <laughs> thank you all for having me Aww. appreciate it we love having you <laughs> um so before we get into all of that, what have you been listening to lately? We are all like, our heads are all over the place because of Fiesta and everything today. So Dan was the only one that's properly prepared today. So <laughs> Dano. I'll go first. Yes, okay. Please. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of, of, of Hot Mood. Uh, he comes out of Mexico, Guadalajara. Uh, he's, he got new artists, uh, new discs. New disco artist of 2021 from that website, uh, Track Source. Cool. So uh, he's obviously doing something right. It's it, last last year or so. It's like Latin dance. Latin dance with a lot of that that of your disco loops that we have there. A lot of those key instruments that you hear from disco. Fun. Uh-huh. And it's got like high in the charts for Latin. A little bit. You would think maybe a little more Latin. He does have a bunch of Latin tracks, but the ones that are more solid on disco, oh, cool. at disco house, like you, you know where he's going with it. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Love that. Aunt, how about you, buddy? Buddy, you're my husband. <laughs> that felt weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm super lame. I haven't heard too much other than like the stuff you know that I've been purchasing just for gigs. But uh, as far as the stuff I listen to, um, just been lame and been listening to NPR. There's nothing wrong. I do. Literally, that's all we do. Trey texted me yesterday. He's like, you got to listen to NPR right now. I was like, dude, I'm literally sitting in my car listening right now. <laughs> Dude, that stuff still kicks. Still yeah. kicks. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, was, I was really, yeah, we'll get to me, I guess. No, it was a great, uh, it was a, you know, it's well, you know what? Nobody cares about this. This is not NPR. Go listen to NPR. <laughs> Go listen to it yourself on your own time. <laughs> yeah. uh, we are actually, this is not going to be the first reference. Uh, we're going to bring that up later too. Shout out to NPR. Yeah. yeah. But Anthony, you're, um, 
What was it? Your last hopscotch? No, no, no. Your last uh, Hondros gig. I thought you played a pretty different style. So I would say you've been listening to like kind of a lot deeper. Well, yeah, like or... a bunch of promos and a bunch of different stuff. Like, like I said, stuff that I've been buying for DJ gigs. But as far as anything like new and innovative and all kinds of stuff like that, I haven't heard any like cool new music apart from like house promos and all that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Trey, how about you? NPR. Yeah, me too. I know. I mean, it's <laughs> terrible. It's kind of just indicative of the times, right? Like, I get more information there while I'm driving around and yeah. than reading, right? I can't read. But, uh... <laughs> into the audio so version. did. You said, we're like, it's not a valid for this conversation. But it was. They had a... Right after that one topic that you and I were really into, they had a segment on vinyl sales over the past decade. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I was like... I just stayed in my car. I was like literally like the fattest I've ever been eating tacos in front of a store. In my car, this is a new deal. Like I have a meeting that's in ten minutes, right. but I'm just it's sticking the car. This is just this is just too it slaps too much. <laughs> I did buy a bunch of records, and I and I was proud of myself because typically I'll go and I'll spend like hundred bucks on house records, but I bought a bunch of old hip hop, old hip hop records. Bought the new Nas record. That's cool. Pretty awesome. I was looking at it last night thinking maybe I shouldn't open it. But speaking of records, yeah. Black Star is dropping a new nice. record in June or May third, I think. Yeah. When I saw the cover, like I I'm not even lying. I lie a lot. This I'm not. Uh-huh. I like I got I, like a tear came my eye. Oh, I'm not even lying. When I saw Black I was just like It's been a long time. Damn. Yes. Damn. That's cool. <clears throat> That's awesome. Super exciting. What a feeling. Yeah. What a feeling. <laughs> right? It's like uh yeah. what a weirdo. <laughs> no, no. It's, you know, I posted something. Oh, I was watching a TikTok and the guy had heard, I want to say like a Rage Against the Machines track for the first time. He'd never heard it before. Oh, Lord. And the comments were just like, he was so excited about, you know, the weird breakdowns that dun, 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 dun. And he was like, what? Like, he was so <laughs> excited about it. And it was just like, man, to hear that song for the first time again, that what like. Ah. Uh. You, what a feeling. What a feeling. feeling. What a yeah. feeling. So, like, I feel like this album's going to be like that. Like, man, oh you have to really favor that moment. Because yeah. <laughs> wow. you only get one. Don't mess it up. Yeah, I'm going to party for that record. Yeah, that sounds fun. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carrie. <Kevin. laughs> you and me and Olivia, because I'll make her sit there. <laughs> she has to be there. I have the keys. <laughs> it's cold you outside. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, same here. I haven't really been listening to anything. You know, it's so funny. Our life is music. We just, like, listen to music all the time. So I guess that's true. probably why we listen to so much radio, talk radio just in true. our off time. So <laughs> this is just a self-care thing. I Sometimes I have trouble sleeping. I mean, who doesn't, right? Our anxiety about, like, oh, God, I do shit at work the next day or whatever. Um, and so it's hard to kind of fall asleep. But <clears throat> I'm pretty good about saying fuck everyone and just passing out. <laughs> I'm really good at it. Well, with the exception of Trey. I'm trained at it. <laughs> I, cannot, I can't wait to be at your level. So I do like a lot of like white noise stuff. Mm-hmm. So I did a white noise thing because, you know, I live in a noisy neighborhood. And usually it doesn't bother me. I like living in the city, but just sometimes it gets to me. So, mm. you know, self-care. Don't let yourself just be awake all night. Like do, you know, try, figure something out. So I, I try to do like a meditation thing every now and then, but... White noise. That's where it's at. I love a babbling brook. Nice. It puts me right to sleep. <laughs> I like a, I like a ceiling fan. Like, not just because of the 
the air, but I mean like sound. Yeah. Just something to keep me yeah. kind of no, distracted. No, I went on a trip with a coworker recently and there was no fan in that room. Neither one of us slept. We oh. could not sleep. In Texas. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> you could have blew each other. I mean, blew on each other. <laughs> it came out wrong. It's not what I meant. Like a... And with that, we're taking a quick commercial break. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Bloom Salon and Studio. Bloom Salon and Studio specializes in custom cuts, color, and styling. Specialty services like bridal, mobile styling, and braid bar are available upon request. Located in Almost Park in San Antonio, Texas. And we're back. I said I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Take two. And we're back. I said I'm sorry. Stop! <laughs> I don't know. I think if I do it again, you're going to do it again. You're such a liar. I'm not doing it again. I'm going to cut this. Uh, <laughs> and we're back. There we go. Thank you. Um, okay. So today we're talking about uh, Disco House. But before we do that, we're going to go into um, just kind of our uh, Dano's experience with DJing in a couple different realms. And then we're also going to talk about St. Mary's. But let's start with Dano, how you got into DJing. Uh, that's a very good question, actually. Yeah. Um, I started a long time ago DJing, uh, the, the music scene with, with EDM. I'm going to just be honest with you. It, it freaking was blowing up yeah. off the charts, right? So I have to clarify real quick that, that Dano kind of said that like as a, a, a point of shame, like I have to be honest. Well, yeah, I, I can redeem him real quickly. Dano's actually an amazing musician. Um, as a musician and a magician. Uh, you said magician, but we'll stay with magician. Yeah, he's both. He's good with he's his hands, though. Slide of hand. <laughs> he's an amazing drummer, plays the piano, he can sing. Uh, so I, I'm pretty sure that started prior to EDM, right? Absolutely. So, can, you, can you edit that out? E any reference to EDM? <laughs> this is the EDM hey, show now. At least it's not Tiesto, am I right? Oh, <laughs> <God>. Excuse me? <laughs> We'll have to go back a few podcasts for that. Oh, God. I love that guy. <laughs> right, so, you know, yes, I've been, I, I, I was a drummer for a very long time. I learned how to play keys and strings. Cool. Nice to have been. So, yeah, I'm wearing a, 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 one of those Axl Rose headbands right now. But, um, you know, so when that came about, you know, all that scene, I, I decided, I was like, let me try something else. Yeah. Something that's, I don't have to... Lug all read, your drums around. Right. I don't have to read music notes or nothing like that, right? So um, I, I got myself Pioneer straight across. I got nice. 1,000, you know, CDJs, and I had a great time with that. But as I progressed from there, I immediately went into all the different genres. And where I basically ended up was was basically where my heart was, was a disco, yeah. disco house. So I was like, let me, this is, this is where it's at. And, you know, I have... You know, Trey is huge influence in in where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, you know, he gave me a lot of the time and space to play and practice at his place. And um, I don't have any friends. Just want to hang out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just got out of the out of the out of the nut house, so he had no friends. So. No, but uh, yeah, that's you know where I am right now. You know, dude, you've grown a, a lot as a DJ in the past two years. I was so nervous when you first started DJing for Hondros. I was like, I don't know. 
I don't know if he's ready. Still nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but you do great. You always do really, really well. Uh, I, I don't. I haven't. I mean, other than weird like tech problems that aren't like they're that are out of your control. I haven't seen anything like you really stepped up to the occasion. Uh, it's been great watching you grow. Well, thank you. It's the support that I have within Free My House and you guys. So. I mean, you can't do it, you know, with this day and age, everything is just very tough mentally and emotionally. So if you're going to stick with something, you know, you got to have that support. Yeah. Or, yeah. Nice. We believe, we always believed in you. No, exactly. But you also put in the work. I think it was like 2010. And Daniel came over to my house with somebody else, like some other people. And we're chatting. I don't know if you saw the records or something. And we got to talking about music. And then I was like, oh, check this out. And I had the old DZ 1200s. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The silver ones. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were there where he was like, what? He was like, yeah, DJ. I'm like, what do you play? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I used to do a little bit. I have a residency at such and such. Skrillex. I play, I play Friday nights every Friday night. It's another spot. <laughs> and then I do like Thursday thing over here. And Sunday I play. I'm like, what the fuck? like barely a DJ? He was like, yeah, I just DJ a little bit. He had like four residencies. <laughs> I was like, I used to play at Silo, I think. Silo's one of them, yeah. yeah. You know, I was. It was more there for the acts, not for the music. Right, right. <laughs> What'd you do? Throw tacos at people? What do you mean, the act? I, I thought he said ass. <laughs> but we would, uh, so yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I don't play out. Like, I don't, I don't even DJ house. At that time, I wasn't even playing house music. I didn't start playing house music until like 2015, I think. You were doing DMB yeah. at the time. Yeah, so we were just like, just getting down. We'd get down all the time. Pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Good times. DMB is drum and bass. For those who don't know, Dungeons and I, Dungeons and but and, and bass. <laughs> Dave, Dave and Busters. <laughs> I was playing David Busters. <laughs> that's amazing. It's all the captains though. Well, actually, how, okay, so you just like had a love for disco, and that's kind of where you went. Yeah. But you wouldn't say that you were a house head. It's just kind of you fell into it. Right. Uh, I, I feel like the house heads um, stereotype, I guess, could be very intimidating to yeah, some people. Absolutely. You know, to wanna to wanna talk to them and ask them questions and hey, like, point me in the right direction because it's so serious, especially when it's like deep house, tech house. Yeah. But I feel like when you're in the disco house, those people are a bit more looser on yeah. a lot of drugs or something. <laughs> no, but uh, I, you know. So I, I feel like that helps. But the, whole, the point of that conversation is, is don't be intimidated. You know, like I said, if you have the support, you know, venture out and, you know, just talk to people. All you can do is ask, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right a little bit about the that disco house doesn't take itself too seriously. I mean, dude, we're literally playing the Bee Gees here. Like, we're not taking things so seriously. Like, you no know, shit, it's bro. fucking Donna Summers and yeah, I mean, Sylvester. It's not that serious. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when you when you get into the deep house conversation, oh my God, dude, it's just, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Um, for sure. I saw this, I'm oh, sorry, I keep, I'm such a dork, dude. I'm about to make another TikTok reference. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I saw this one yeah, little video yeah. of like this guy and he's like, you know, oh, the devil's greeting him. It's like, welcome to hell. And he's like, what the, f- why am I in hell? I was a good person. He's like, yeah, uh, remember how every time a woman wore a Nirvana shirt, you asked her to list five songs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Name five other tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how I feel. And I think that does happen sometimes in the house scene um but it's usually from people who are trying to like prove something you know i think like you're more confident djs who are like very secure with who they are and, you know every they don't they're not trying to prove something and they're they're very nice and generous with their information right. and advice 
Which I've learned after the fact. Yeah, right? so yeah. be be weary of those kinds of people. Yeah. In general, that's like that's a life lesson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not applied to just using life across the board with insecurities and yeah. I got grilled the other day by someone about like uh, new wave. Listen, was, no, listen, no, I listen to that. I never listened to it. They were like shaming me because I didn't know some name of an artist. It was cool. We're going to take this outside. Who's <laughs> <laughs> insecure now, bitch? <laughs> How about a new wave of music? I'll test for a new order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. So, Dano, I also wanted to ask you, your parent. Yes. Your dad, specifically. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> identify yeah, identify as a dad. <laughs> and I just think that you handle DJing the balance so gracefully. I'm, I'm always so impressed with just the way you've handled yourself doing both. And maybe it's because you're also like into mental health and stuff, but you're so good at setting boundaries and not being a jerk about it. Tell us a little bit, but I know I brought this up to you and you're like, but it is hard, it's a challenge. So talk to us about that. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I appreciate that you're saying for me to hear from you guys that, yeah, that I am doing it gracefully. I appreciate that. Sometimes I feel, you know, like such an ass. It's like, man, I, I can't support my friends and, you know, so, but that's, that's, that's just my feelings. That's, yeah. not, that's not the truth. No, that's not what the reality, right. exactly. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a challenge and um, I feel like being a parent shouldn't, you know, be something that takes you away from your passions. And, and, you know, I'm saying this because I've had a couple people recently in my, in my life, good friends tell me like, Hey, don't let this take you know, don't let them take away the music from you because of this that's going on. You know, people are going to keep throwing you curveballs and you yeah. have to you have to keep swinging. You're going to yeah. hit one and you're going to make it. You're going to get through. Yeah. You know, and then each each day is getting getting to home base. You know, you got to just keep trying to try, try, try to get there. And yeah. Ultimately, like I said, for the third time, the support that I have from you guys <laughs> is is monumental it's, it's what it, it's what needs to be there for every part of, of your life you know if you're going to succeed right now in this day and age i mean you need some sort of support yeah so when we first brought you on board that was one of the first like things you said you were just like you need to let me know exactly what weekends and i will make myself available and um i couldn't ever imagine myself saying things like that to 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 people you know there's the, i mean Growing up and you're bullshitting your whole life and trying to get somewhere, and then all of a sudden you're setting boundaries because of something yeah. that's, that's so important to you. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's that was like a strange first timer for me. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, it's good. It's all about the boundaries, and and you you keep saying support system, but I mean we were friends. We've been friends for like twelve years. Like y'all been y'all known Dano now for yeah for a while. Part, yeah, about five or six, I'd say. Um, so yeah, we're just just friends, and I think when you do this something like this right we all understand like kind of family comes first right and yeah so i don't know i know where you're going with that yeah. so <laughs> yeah i mean you don't want to throw that in people's faces right time yeah no, exactly that's the key right because don't know yeah. everyone has it everyone does it everyone it's just some people just do it way better than others yeah. and um this is a culture that we that we play in our music culture and in our in our city culture and we care about it, our, our family, you know, ultimately. Yeah, it, you know, but it's about making the space. And, it, and like, unfortunately, you have to be 
very organized to juggle all of that, right? You have to be like, this is the day I'm doing this and this is the day I'm doing that. I mean, that's just part of having a full schedule. Um, Otherwise, your life is chaos and then you start blaming the wrong people. Um, I know it's happened to us a couple of times where we're trying to book people and they're like, my family is the most important thing to me in the world. And I'm like, okay, just say you're busy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, that's not what well, that's not what we were asking here. <laughs> that was me once. No. I said it once. <laughs> I said it once. Kidding. I was lying. <laughs> yeah, but it is about carving out that time and that space and and balancing it. Oh, you were saying also, man. Carving, sculpting. You sculpting out your life, sculpting out your schedule. Definitely. I mean, don't let it all just be chaos. You were saying something about like not letting go of the music, man. And I see that happen a lot. Right, like it's, yeah, very unfortunate when you see it, and it's it sucks because you see like those people start to get really upset and sad or whatever. Man, it's just it's your passions, what whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. You really need to prioritize those. You can't let those go. Um, yeah, they might seem silly or they might seem childish or whatever, but it's like we're humans. We need a creative outlet, whatever it may be. You know, I know some people's creative outlet is engineering, whatever, do your Legos, you know, something to take it away from somebody or to, or to take it away from yourself rather. Um, I think that's always a poor decision. It is. Yeah, it's a real drag to hear that stuff happen. I mean, I, when I used to play drums, I got to a point to where, I mean, you, you guys could ask me now, but like, will you, will you guys, will you do it again? Will you play drums? Will you be in a band and do that? No, I do not want to do that because it got to a point where it just, it hurt. It hurt emotionally and physically okay. to, to, to have to be there at the gig, to roll those drums around, the, 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 the blood, sweat and tears, you know, from being behind the set. I mean, uh, it gets rough sometimes. So, but I feel like that was just kind of a stepping stone for me towards what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A band is a whole different dynamic than a DJ. It's like, you know, four other people are dependent upon you. Whereas if something comes up with you as a DJ, you know, we have that, that flexibility. Yes. Especially with Prima House with, uh, our, you know, mm-hmm. our plethora, mass plethora <laughs> of, of, of key members. Definitely. <laughs> hey, come on. We need it. We need it. We need it. It helps us. It helps us, uh, do the things we want to do. I see it. Man. I see, house, I yeah. see the vision. I see the dream. Right on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is specifically designed so that nobody gets burned out. We're not having those freak out moments on other people that aren't responsible, you know. True. Um, True. Uh, I'm trying to find a segue, but I'm not finding one. Uh, speaking of Primo House. <laughs> speaking of disco and being free loving, caring. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> real quick, just because I feel like it's, we got to say something. <clears throat> I think it's like too hard. I think it is kind of our place to say something as residents of St. Mary's about what's going on down there and just kind of our thoughts and like what we're seeing. Obviously, we don't own a business, although we do obviously have income down there. We don't, we're not, we don't live there. We're not property owners down there. But I think we definitely have a voice. Yeah, we have a right to definitely, to our opinion and opinion, how we feel. Right. What's going on. And I do think that, you know, as residents, we're kind of like leaders in a way. I don't know if that's the right thing to say. I mean, I feel a little bit of the Otis, you know, like you say, the leader. I feel a bit of that. And I think it's because 
we have such a wonderful relationship with the owners at Hondros and mm-hmm. and they allow us sort of this creative license to do what we want to do. So I do feel a bit of ownership on the strip, right? And we're playing house music, which is not a very, it's not the most popular genre in the city, right? So, but there's this like beautiful little bubble around Hondros because of what we do, because of the house music, because of the the vibe, the people that come in there. Such Uh, a pretty bubble. It is. And it's weird. If you think about it, um, from fouls to high tones, right, there's these incidents occurring, and and not at Faust, not at Heights. I'm just saying from the top of the strip down to the bottom of the strip. Um, Things are occurring, issues are happening, um, but, you know, knock on wood, it's not at Hondro's. It's not the people there, right? Unfortunately, one of our friends was a victim of all the bullshit that happens down there. But um, uh, we lost that friend. But it's not, like I said, again, it's not Hondro's. There have been a couple of initiatives going on in the city, uh, some of the planning to look at the risk or the look at the the issues down there. And, you know, sadly, and I hope someone hears this, I heard a couple of business owners go out there. I heard a district one, a city council member was out there. And I felt like they only spoke about their businesses and promoting their businesses. They didn't say one thing about what they could do to improve the safety down there. Yeah. They didn't say one thing about adding lights, parking garage, nothing like yeah. that. They didn't say anything. It was just about, oh, well, you could go to my business. You could grab this. You could go over here and do this other thing at this business. And it was really, really unfortunate. And it was kind of par for the course for this fucking city, yeah. right? Yep. Come in here and let me talk about my own shit. Let me do whatever we do. And don't give a fuck about anybody else around you, yep. right? Um, so it's not community. It's not They're not involved in the urban planning, so I can't really fault them for that. But I can fault them for... Uh, being a promoter versus, you know, someone to help find a solution. I know well, I may sound like a hypocrite, but go ahead. Well, I mean, they're not just bar owners. I mean, they're like leaders of these different bar owner associations. I mean, mm-hmm. they speak at these meetings um, where city planners are. <clears throat> and so I, uh, so I told you NPR was going to come back. We're back to at NPR. Um, so I listened to the one that you sent us about from Dave Davies, uh, the source, and that conversation that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good listen, um, but you'll kind of see what we're talking about. Man, I saw a lot. I heard a lot of that's just how it is, and it's not our fault. Mm-hmm. And I, I found that really upsetting. And I think it just hurts us more because we've just lost our friend. Mm-hmm. You know, the the chief of police says, you know, statistically speaking, we don't need more police force out there because the numbers just don't show it. The numbers, like, it doesn't matter, right? Like, how many lives do we need to lose before we put more police out there? I mean, I, I, I don't think that that matters. I think that it's a place where people are hanging out, having fun. It is an attraction to San Antonio. It's, you know, it's not downtown where all the tourists hang out. This is like where San Antonio hangs out. This is where like younger people want to hang out because they're tired of tourist stuff. They want to do like the real, real stuff. Well, what there's no resources do. downtown for locals either. We can't park anywhere. Right. Nothing's easy to park. No, right. It's 15, 20 bucks every Friday, Saturday night to park. So why am I going to go downtown, right? Yeah. And while North St. Mary's is, you know, just north of downtown, uh, you still get that urban inner city vibe, downtown vibe, party vibe. Yeah. 
but not have to pay the parking. <laughs> yeah, I think that... Unless you get towed. That's another problem. It is another problem. <laughs> Separate yeah. podcast. It's so, so a different problem. <laughs> it's a $300 And problem. like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's a whole different problem. But I don't think that business owners, I don't think that police are taking this issue as seriously as they should. Um, you know, they keep kind of saying like, oh, you know, this happens at all bars across the city. This is a, this is a citywide issue. And I hate comparing San Antonio to Austin. I really do. Like, I hate it. We're our own thing. We're very, like, a DIY sort of city. Uh, we're, I don't know, we just do things ourselves here. But I think that in this instance, we do need to look to 6th Street. In, in McAllen, where I'm from, we have a 17th Street. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. We shut down the fucking streets. We have increased police presence. They don't have to be sitting there, like, you know, pat actively patrolling the way they were last weekend, but just hang out the way they do in Austin. You know, it's so funny. They were saying, like, oh, well, you can have more police there, but, you know, there might still be shootings. Yeah, but, like, who's going to bring out a gun in front of a cop? Like who's yeah, you know you sort of lower that kind of that kind of attraction right exactly like that, you know? exactly um, and I've just you know speaking of us being a DIY DIY city but I've just heard so many stories from a number of people like about them witnessing a man beating on a woman and them like mm -hmm. the, and cops not doing anything about it and so then the community comes and does something like tries to separate the two mm -hmm. you hear it a lot I, I've heard it so many times and um, from a number of people and it's just. For them to try to claim, like, oh, we don't need increased police presence. I'm like, don't play. Mm -hmm. what, yeah. what, who are you lying to? You're, yourself, because nobody else is buying it. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I mean, it could be, no, it could Brent, be a combination Brent, of, of police, increased police. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of cops out there already. You know, I, I, there were last weekend. Yeah, for sure, because of the, the street closures. But, the um, you know, it's also a combination of your programming, right, uh, of what's going on down there. Right. Uh, how, how are you curating this entire strip? Right. And, and that's on, that's on the business owners for real. Um, but the one good thing that did come out of that source thing was they did read off comments that people were like, I think they were tweeting or emailing and um, texting and they read off. And it sounded like the people that were there listening were really engaged and really yeah. kind of you know, had some stake there. They wanted, they had came up with great ideas, like I said, the parking garage, additional lighting. I never really thought about it, but as you come up past Ashby, it just goes dark, right? Until you get to maybe Buho, I think. So again, in that little nice bubble that we're in, it's like the darkest part of the strip if you don't count like the Woodlawn area where there's probably, there's not many businesses there. But yeah, um, yeah so it was just like, oh crap, I never really noticed it. And thank God, Honduras has that bright neon light because that is the only light source right there for wow. them. So very simple, logical, common sense things yeah. that every other city is afforded and, and we're not, you know. I heard the other argument, again, just kind of being like okay with the situation. But I heard somebody else saying like, oh, well, the only reason this is coming up is because this area is getting gentrified. And if you're a downtowner, you're used to this. But, like, it doesn't have to be that way. Why should we have to be okay with gun violence? Yeah, no. I mean, if 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 if, if our chief of police is saying, well, you know, our numbers aren't there for us to have that many units or patrols there, I mean, okay. But, I mean, we don't want it to get there. We don't want right. those numbers to escalate. What are the numbers? Right. You know, exactly. We, we don't want that our, our neighborhood strip to, right. to become something, you know, that's not going to be very, like, popular and favorable, you know, right. for the city. 
Well, and then the other argument was made, like, the numbers are probably not there on the Riverwalk, but there's a lot of police there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's, our, that's our bread and butter, San Antonio. Right. They don't want so. anybody messing with that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I'm just not buying the, like, everything's fine. You know, we don't need to make any changes. I think something needs to be done. I, I really do think that that... Increased parking obviously needs to happen, but even just, you know, closing down the streets. I think some bars overserve. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, hopefully it's just, it's just the start of a movement towards right. something. Yeah, I hope so. And yeah, it's also cyclical, right? Because we've been here before. I think that they've had these com- same conversations before. Yeah. Anything that we've that I've said is not innovative. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like I a, the coolest thing I heard was that you and Chacho were talking the other day, talking about the rickshaws. Like, if they close on the streets, just have a rickshaw service and yeah. going up and down the streets and take you from that big lot, <laughs> 281 and... Pedicabs. Yeah. yeah, the pedicabs. There you go. That's cool. Can we... We can't say rickshaw anymore? No. So, am I going to be canceled? I'm fucking canceled. All right, guys. End rent. No, it's Sorry, good. It's good. It's good. You're right. It's, I'm glad you brought it up. It's a good conversation. It has to be had. You know, I don't know how much weight we hold as Prima House, right? But uh, like you said, there is a, a little sense of ownership well, being that we curate something on that strip. And uh, and we want it to get better. You know, well, we want, we we want bring more people. guests. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. we're not just DJs. We're promoters, too. Like, we Very bring people out there. They're our friends. They're our family. Like, we want it to be safe for everybody. I'm going to have my nephew there downtown this weekend for, for his birthday. Aww. You know, so that's... Yeah, we bring a lot of out-of-town guests, though, so we want to make sure that they're safe. Right, right. and not, and, and you know, it has a safe vibe. Like, I don't ever feel, like, yeah, no. in danger. And I think that's why these things are so jarring when they do happen. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. where did that come from? But, yeah, I do think that everybody needs to be having this conversation. Hopefully something does happen. I mean, somebody can make some good money from a parking garage. No, and that's what it's about. You got to lure. You got to lure. <laughs> create the lure. And that's what we're doing as Fremont House. Yeah, and I, I would. I think it's bad for the city if this is cyclical, right? Because I think the last time something like this happened, the strip kind of like went away. Kind of died down, right? Yeah. People weren't going out anymore. And that's not... I mean, gosh, we're just coming out of a pandemic. I mean, bar owners, musicians, everybody's finally getting mm-hmm. going again. That would be tragic to have it all killed again. Yeah. So I think, yeah, bar owners are going to take this more seriously, too. I think it affects their bottom line. We'd all be unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uncomfortable I'm laugh. Scared, yeah. Uncomfortable laugh emoji. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for entertaining me. Let's take a quick commercial break. And we're back. Finally, we're at Disco House, y'all. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> okay, so we have done a new disco episode with Adam Madrigal. The last episode we did, we did a funky house with Spoon. And we did talk about disco then, too. So let's just go back into what we like about disco house and we'll go from there uh trey apparently you don't know anything about this we're skipping you (laughs) well it's not so much that i don't know it's just that i don't play it and that's what i was struggling with was i wanted to play or provide a track that i'm one really familiar with and i love and i play but i don't really buy it too much yeah however we all have agreed that you know 
Prima House was born out of disco. I started DJing because my parents were listening to disco, you know. And, and so I love disco and I appreciate it. But but yeah, right. I just don't have a bunch of it. Um, gotcha. When I dig through my, it's funny. I have a huge disco section uh, on vinyl, but uh, but yeah, again, it's just more. That's like listening at home. I don't ever look it up to yeah. play it so. when you're making the uh, cookies, baking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Yeah. yeah, your cookies are good, by the way. Thank you. I love them. Thank you very much. I've never had a cookie. I've never baked a cookie so in my life. <laughs> I'm being insulted right now. I was like, I have never had one of your cookies. This is over. Get out. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have talked. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. We we haven't had that conversation in a while. I think I stopped asking the question, like, oh, what got you into like music, house music? Well, I guess I did ask it today, but everybody had always said, parents listen to disco, mm-hmm. so now I like house. Yeah. But I do love that familiar. <laughs> So I remember it was 1982. I found a quaalude on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, mom and dad. I haven't been out of that loop since. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony and Dano, you guys both play a lot of disco house. Um, High five. Yep. Yeah, High both five. of you. I think y'all are cut from the same cloth, really. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the sound effects. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So why do you love playing Disco House? And then I'll go to Anthony. Uh, I love it for it's a few key instruments, uh, horns, yeah. strings, yeah. Uh, and, and a funky bass. And those are going to, and those are usually in a loop. Yeah. You're going to hear those in a loop endlessly. Uh, that of course were sampled from, some, from something super cool. Horns, strings, drums, guitar. <laughs> you just fucking need everything in the goddamn disco track. He's like, and of course the disco wings. <laughs> A triangle. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Dan. He I'm just sorry. he just describes music in general. <laughs> Defined it. That's uh, music, Dan. No, that does that, basically. And and as simple as that sounds, I mean, the power from the strings, uh, from the violin, and from from the keys that are just on loop is just so I get amazing. House music in the organ, right? That addictive organ. Here all the time. Sorry, go ahead. What organ? The organ. Oregon, the state. Um, <laughs> it's Midwest house music. Portland. I'll, I'll play. I'll play some bit. Yeah, I don't actually know an example of that, but hopefully it comes up today. Um, otherwise, yeah, show me later. What about you, Aunt? Why do you like playing house music or house music? Disco house. Uh, I don't know. It's it's fun. Uh, it's funky. It's organic. Um, yeah. You know, I think that's the the best thing about house. You know, compared to like other. Uh, electronic music like it's not that just straight up mechanical sounding shit it's something that like you know uh, anyone can replicate with the live instrument oh god yeah so it you know it's it's um, like i said the organic feel it's super soulful and uh enlightening and fun and it just makes you want to just want to bounce your head up and down yeah i think it's great entry-level um dance music in general you know, I've talked about this before, how I can't really get down with, like, definitely not trans. Like, I'm still a little, like, techno still hard for me. But I think it's because I'm such a novice to dance music still, and I just I don't have the ear for it yet. But um, you, weren't, you weren't fortunate to have an evolution either. Like, we all grew up having, like, we're already evolved, right? You already had evolved into your music likings, and then you met Anthony, right? So I, I mean, yeah. I'm sure you were into electronic music before Anthony, but you know what I mean? At this level this deep into 
um, house music. And so then you skipped a whole bunch, right? You're lucky you didn't have to do the trance thing like we all did. <laughs> Dubstep. Yeah, you, you skipped a lot of good stuff. And you're, you should be fortunate. I'm still, still beating, I'm still beating myself up for saying EDM earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you no, guys are not going to let, let it, that down. No, right it's good. I, I like when no, those I things come that. up. Yeah. It's your evolution, right? It's right. Evolution. Yeah. yeah, and I, I hope it's a lot of people's evolution because a lot of people start with kind of the the big room stuff mm-hmm. and then they, they get older and they don't want to go to those giant parties anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And and then that's when you get into to Deep House and Funky and, and Disco House. So, yeah, I was saying that I think that Disco House is such a great way, like entry level into, I guess what I'm trying to say is underground house instead of your big room mainstream stuff. Because it's so familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like I had a, you yeah. know, Anthony DJ'd my, I, I've talked about this party before. And so uh, my brother's party and this girl was like, why do I know this song? I was like, cause it's just ring my bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just faster ring my bell. Yeah. And I sang it to her and she was like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, no, well said, it is familiar. All of it. Oh my God. Like how many disco house songs are just Paula notes? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, there's some sort of loop from there. Yeah, definitely. it's definitely always in there. It's my favorite though. I love when it comes up. I'm like, I can't stand for that. Everyone's <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? Okay, so let's talk about the tracks we brought in and why we love them. I know, you know, Anthony had a tough time choosing just one. And, um, He's like, I just want y'all to hear my whole mix. Uh, here's a dispossed mix from <laughs> 2022. Uh, right, this is from, I played from, from eight to, I played from eight to eight. <laughs> eight to four, I said. Yeah. Jeez, 20 here, like, no, 24. <laughs> and what did you bring for us today? Oh, this is good. Uh, yeah, man, this, this is a hard one, especially, you know, there's like a million songs I could have picked. Uh, so I just decided to go with something that's kind of a little bit newer, familiar. Uh, picked uh, Fallen Deep in Love by Horse Meat Disco and Kathy Sledge, which is, of course, from Songs Sister Glitterbox, Sledge. Or... Yeah, Glitterbox. Yeah, Glitterbox. Uh, obviously, Sister Sledge, you know, disco. Uh, so it's, you know, it's got everything in it. I love me some Horse Meat Disco. They have some really good sets up on, like, YouTube and stuff. Yes, they do. They mix in, like, punk and disco. Anyway, all right, let's take a listen to that. Not that one is so solid. good. Solid start, dude. That yeah. Was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm leaving. <laughs> and none of us have anything else to say. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> what did you bring for us, Dano? I brought uh, Justin Faust. Um, he's based out of uh, Munich, Germany. Um, this is one of a long time old track of mine. In my head, I see ballet dancing in a big ballroom. Black and white. It's just, it's just beautiful. I love avant garde. I love it. I love it. It's, it's rotating loop sample that it has. Really? All right. Let's take weight. It's majestic. Interesting. <laughs> 
Hell yeah. If anything exemplifies how Anthony and Daniel play, it was those two yeah. tracks. Like, that is a perfect example of who you feel like I was, feel like I was in outer space. Yeah, that yeah. sounded like 1974. Yeah. Like, right there. Thank That's you. dope. I love that. That Thank was you. super cool. What year was that track produced? Do you know? Uh, that was at least, uh, it's been at least 10 years since that. Right on. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that is an artsy one. Super cool. Um, I think mine just straight up sounds like a disco song. <laughs> I think mine is just a straight up disco song. Um, so when we discussed this podcast, I was like, Shotgun and Angelo Ferrari, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I just mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite disco house producers. Man, and like just the Italians, they just know how to do disco oh, house, they man. Do. They do. They're oh, so the, good. The French too. Yeah, you're right. One of the first uh, house uh, music CDs that I had was was a bootleg from from from, from some from some Italian artists. Yeah. They they just rocked it. Yeah, I don't know. I find myself always like, I'm like, oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. And it's like another Italian producer. I'm like, what are they? What's the sauce? Man, what's the sauce? sauce? <laughs> nice. uh, no pun intended. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know who got me into that Italo house uh, and French house stuff was, ironically, Bruno. Remember uh, no. Bruno? He was one of the, he still is one of the dopest progressive house DJs, right? And, but he, at home, we'd just rock out to this Italian disco and, uh, and his ear for music and he's, that dude's an artist, right? Yeah. But his ear for music and turning me on all these artists, like, damn, I, I should have thought of that. Brought some of those records, but yeah, it's just amazing. Super fun. Yeah. Um, I think this one has super obvious. Like you can tell where these samples come from. Laughing over here. You know, that sounded like it was that, and not just because I see the jacket house. It, that, it was very jacket, though. I mean, there's some jacket. disco elements, but it yeah. had the. Uh, yeah. It sounded very uh, Anthony Stuff John Bridgen esque from yes. back in the day. Uh, I've noticed that's my whole taste. Uh, I'm like very <laughs> specifically go. disco jacket. There you go. That's the way my. That's how I was trained. Let me uh, <laughs> let me introduce you to my friend Anthony Garcia. Anthony, yeah. Anthony Garcia, Kevin Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's weird because I guess, uh, you know, this is why I started this podcast, but I guess because Anthony's kind of taught me, like, what he likes. Um, He's like, now go up there and share the message. Now that's all I know, <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty much all I know. So now I'm like, if it's not jacking or disco, I'm not into yeah. it. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> but it's like before I even understood what jacking meant, you know, I was like, there's something... And it was that shuffle mm-hmm. now that I recognize. Um, and I want, I so want to do that episode, probably with Pridgen. I'd love to do that episode oh, yeah. of Jack and I think it would be so fun. Um, but you know, there's a lot of production, Jack and production too, is a spoon. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that may be good for both of them. Sit down. Yeah, um, I think that's a whole whole other super yeah. interesting topic and in, in genre. Really? But yeah. yeah, I guess it was a Jack and Trap. It's, it's still disco though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> disco samples. Yeah, it was all disco. Yeah. Yeah, disco samples. Yeah, 
chopped up. Solid. Yeah. Solid sounds. Yeah. So I think that's, like I said, I'm going to, I said, I already said it, but I really think that if you're trying to get into house and underground house, I, I, my opinion, start with disco house. I think it's so easy on the palate. It's not super challenging to listen to. Whereas some, some music, you know, jazz house, I think can sometimes be a little challenging. It's above my head sometimes to understand and, and get a grasp of. All about the, the moment. Right. That's true, too. Yeah. And too often I hear the comment like, oh, house music is all I hear. is," And I'm like, OK, every single dance song is going to have that. You have to look beyond that. Like once you're over that, look at the other details and just go house, house has so many fun details, I think. My favorite is when someone's like, every time I hear you play, it sounds like I'm like, at the guest store. <laughs> Thanks. I well, played there once. I was gonna say Anthony literally used to have a gig like that. He used to have to go all the way down to the valley. No, that was that was a fun gig. What what was it? Victoria's Secret. No, I played guests every weekend in the oh, valley. Oh, guests. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, they even uh, bought me like a whole uh, DJ booth set up, oh, monitors, shit. the whole thing. Like, That's bad. And a whole new wardrobe, I bet, huh? Yeah. Uh, guess it. What? He's like, it didn't fit me. <laughs> I just didn't wear it. I go to the Gap. I'll give it away. I so want to research that era of guests and see who is CEO. And I can't wait to listen to that interview. I'm like, I'm going to type these in and change my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Right? I changed the whole company. That's all it takes. One visit to Ibiza. <laughs> did we go through our own struggles? You. Trey, what did you bring for us? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, in my own defense, if I may, I, I don't really like, I just don't buy a lot of these tracks. But... Um, there's a DJ Kittle's track. I think it's called Play That Funky Music, but it's not the sample. It's not that one. Yeah. Not that Play That Funky Music. That's cool. And then a lot of the things that I love about disco are the, uh, there'll always be this like filtered out section of the track where it just kind of yeah. starts to become cavernous. And I don't know why I like that. Um, and so the, Right there where the, the timestamp that I gave you, it starts out right kind of in a nice. little filtered state. And then, see, I mean, I would never, th- th- that's just a different aspect of disco that he mm-hmm. sees that he loves. I would have never identified exactly. that either. Good yeah, but it is true. For it now. Do it. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I always look for the and disco laser too, because I still don't know what instrument that is. And you said you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to know. It's shaped like a turtle shell. <laughs> and you hit it with a mallet. The guy with bell bottoms. Yeah. Just like, it's him sliding down a dance floor. <laughs> it's the sound that the disco ball makes when you turn it on. Oh, that's amazing. Damn it, we got to get D batteries. Remind me. I will. Hmm. I'll pick some up. That's for our disco ball. I'll pick some up. Yeah. All right. Let's check out that track. Oh, it does have a sound. Yeah, it is.
Yeah. Just wait for the drop. But. Yeah, no, no, I get you. <laughs> but that is definitely Casey in the sunshine. Yeah, yeah. that that is uh, that's great. I didn't I didn't uh, leave it to me to find a, a the most commercial disco sample. <laughs> no, but I actually really love it, and the production's good on that track well, too. And that's what we're saying. Like that's yeah. you know. That's what disco is. I mean, literally, it's just all that same mainstream stuff from back then. It's just a, a reimagining of it or rework yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. The uh, funny thing about DJ Kittles, too, is I was looking up, uh, trying to find some information on him so I could just at least say he's from Wyoming. I don't know where he's from. Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know where he's from. I do know now a lot about a DJ Kittles who plays football. <laughs> it just happens to be his first name is DJ. Well, <laughs> Last name's Kittles. He's a solid, solid linebacker. What if, <laughs> what if they were one in the same? Just an amazing Oh, producer. nice. Can you imagine? That was, no. It's too much talent. I know, else. exactly. I can't stand people with too many <laughs> talents. Oh, you get one, y'all. I have a buddy who played baseball at Stanford, and then he went and got his... No, I'm sorry. He played baseball at Moorhead, masters from Stanford, and then he became a doctor. And I'm like, what the? Like, why? That's not fair. <laughs> why? That's not fuck fair. Are you, dude? Why did That's I awesome. get a little talent? Give uh, me some. I got a B once. Guys, thank you for sharing your disco tracks. It is Fiesta, so we're all like kind of rushed and trying to get out of here, but. Yeah, There's uh, 74 things to do. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's fun, and we fun, have, fun, though. Good problem to have. Oh, my gosh. we got yeah. Fiesta. We've got a party tonight. Absolutely. We've got a busy weekend, but it's going to be so much fun. Um, and we want to go out and enjoy the sunshine. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, let's take a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round. <laughs> and we're back. It's time for the lightning round, y'all. <laughs> Lightning round. Anthony, we're starting the lightning round. Awesome. <laughs> He's been looking forward to it. Um, all right, Dano, welcome to the lightning round. Before we go, we have some questions for you. Answer them without explanation. Are you ready? Sure. You're stuck in an island. Pick one album to take with you. George Michael Wham. Fuck yeah. Okay. I was like, is that ironic? <laughs> no. Okay, I need to listen to that album, apparently. Uh, what's your favorite curse word? Fuck. Yep. If you could collaborate on an album or single, who would you do that with? Julius Pep. Beautiful. Not George Michael? <laughs> no, no, no. Totally well, different. Different vibe. No, that, it's totally different needs. <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's your most commonly used emoji? Uh, the... The the smile the awkward smile, the 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 teeth teeth. with the eye the round eyes yeah yeah it's completely Uh, different. What is the worst track ever requested from you while playing out? Um, it's not a bad track, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, was Rihanna uh, twice? They have they already heard it uh, and they forgot. But what track do you remember? Uh, we found love. Found, found oh, love. Okay. oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. That's a fun one. What is your son's favorite house track? What are your your boy's favorite house track? Uh, anything that's anything I play. Yeah, they love it all. They, 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 They're digging they, it, right? Yeah, they dig it. They dance to it. It's pretty cool. Badass. Cool to see. Yeah. Cute. What's the shittiest gig you've ever played? Um, I, 
consider no gig shitty. <laughs> is that as, true? As the opportunity was was great. Yeah, that's sure. so his demeanor, his uh, spirit. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. I mean, like, I think it's okay, like, to play like an empty room or whatever. But like, sometimes people are like assholes. Nobody's ever been. You know why? You're such a kind soul. Nobody's been an asshole to you. Oh, thanks, Cammy. Appreciate that. That's true, though, right? Nobody's ever been like rude to you. Of course. And I go run around to the corner and cry, and then I come back and I just play my music. <laughs> Nobody well, notices anything. I think you were. I think you were a bit mean to me. I don't know if you meant to do that. I'm gonna give you a moment, and I'm gonna step away. When I come write back, a letter for me. Yeah. And if you feel like tomorrow in the morning you want to give it to me, did you. I offend you? That's free therapy right there. Yep. <laughs> All right. We are at the end, but before we go, let's get some plugs in. You know what? I'm so bad at releasing these on time. Just see us every Saturday. <laughs> yeah, we got the every Saturday. Oh, this might come out in time. We have, that wasn't a dig. I was just saying that. Yeah, just timing wise. Uh, yeah, we play every Saturday, first through fourth at Hondro's Garden Patio on the North Manor Strip. We have a first Friday event called Primo, Primo Land. Land coming up uh, May 6th. Southtown Vinyl Parking Lot, May 6th, first Friday, Primo Land. And then, you know, in May also, we're starting a music series uh, working with our partners at Southtown Vinyl. And really excited about that. Our first one up will be Ron Carroll, May 28th, Memorial Day weekend. Chicago, yeah, Ron Carroll. Uh, so, and that music series will be monthly through the summer. Uh, so, we're really excited about that. We have some major things coming up. Yeah. You gotta go to that Ron Carroll gig. It is yeah, literally a spiritual. Uh, experience. He's he's so he just presents such beautiful mm-hmm. music in such a beautiful way. So it's it's a really good time. Um, keep an eye out for all of our social media um, and our website. We're updating all of that. We're putting all our events up there. So if you ever want to know what's going on, check us out there. The guys are, you know, of course we've got our Saturdays and Primo Land is super exciting. Trey's got some really cool ideas for that. Come out for that. And then all of our DJs pick up gigs yeah. uh, all over the city. So catch them. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. And this summer is going to be a, a blast. PrimoHouseMusic.com. PrimoHouseMusic.com. Thank you, Dano, for yeah, joining us. We love having you. you around. Thank you for sharing with us. And thank you to our listeners for checking in. We are all house music. Bye. Bye. Let's take a quick pause real quick. Die! Who gave you back your bow? I took it from you. Yeah, it looks cool too. Let's, uh... Oh, close the door to tray after I throw it out. Okay. Bye, Lottie. <laughs> Alright. That's gonna be so annoying to edit out. I don't think I can. Uh,